Supposing you receive a notice of foreclosure to your properties due to long overdue payments of death, you get terribly upset. It causes you sleepless nights. So you sit down and write a nice letter asking for an extension. Can you imagine your amazement if you were to get a letter in the next mail stating that your debt had been completely canceled? After you recovered from your shock, you would say, I can't believe it. There must be a catch to this. This is exactly what Jesus is telling us in narrating the Sunday's parable. The official who owed a huge amount pleaded with the king only for a delay. But the king not only heeded the plea of the official, but granted even more than he dared ask for. Moved with pity, the king let the official go and wrote off his death. The king in this story represents God who wishes to write off our debt of sin completely. But there is a catch. There is a condition. And the condition Jesus teaches us is, if we want God's forgiveness, then we must forgive the injuries done to us. This point was so important in the mind of Jesus that when he taught us to pray, he made it explicit, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Words we pray over and over in the Mass, but one wonders if we mean them. Obviously, it's not easy to forgive. It goes against our human nature. In a love letter to end all love letters, a young woman wrote, Dear George, words can I express my deep regret at having broken our engagement. Will you please come back to me? Your absence leaves a void which no one else can fill. Please, let's start all over again. Signed, your ever-loving and forgiving, Joanna. A postscript follows. Congratulations. I heard you won a 100 million in lottery. <laughs> it's not difficult to discern the real motive behind the sugar-coated words of forgiving Joanna. One indispensable attitude towards genuine forgiveness is the power of relinquishment. The ability to let go and say, I am willing to forgive. Therefore, I am willing to let go and forget. The problems that many of us say, we forgive, but we continue to carry the bitterness and resentment inside our hearts. Thus, we hear such remarks like, I forgive him, but let him watch out. Don't ever let him show his face to me. Psychologists and social scientists 
based on many years of observation, say that harboring grudges and resentment literally help to make people sick physically. And forgiveness, getting rid of the ill will, will do more to make them well than pills and medicines. There's a common objection to the spirit of forgiveness which goes, If you are always forgiving, the culprit will tend to abuse your kindness. Or, how do we reconcile the Christian virtue of forgiving, seven times seven, with justice? To forgive does not mean that we let criminals go free or that we leave society at their mercy. Christian forgiveness lets justice take its course. At the same time, we pray that the criminal may be delivered from the power of evil. The example of Pope Saint, Saint John Paul II, after the assassination attempt on his life, is a clear example. Although the gunman had been forgiven, he is still languishing in jail. Moreover, forgiveness does not mean we keep silent when a spouse is unfaithful or a child misbehaves. For the sake of the relationship, we may have to tell the parties concerned that a certain conduct is at right and is hurting us. In case of a child, forgiving does not mean brushing aside discipline. In forgiving, we apply discipline with a sensitive and loving heart. In addition, we do not hold grudges against them. Another common misconception about forgiving is that when we desire to forgive, we will begin to forgive instantly. But forgiveness involves a long process. This gradual healing described in a book entitled Healing's Life Hurts, written by Dennis and Machulin, they affirm that just as physical wounds take time to heal, so are the emotional wounds. So the need for patience, the need for perseverance. For people who find it hard to forgive, Remember this, forgiveness is a decision. It is not a feeling. We can still feel the revenge, but nevertheless can forgive. Total forgiveness is a process. As the Gospel lesson teaches, the basis whereby will be forgiven by God is how forgiving we are with people who have hurt us. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Jesus himself did not forget the pain and the hurt of his suffering on the cross. In fact, he even bore the five wounds in his hands, his feet, and his side. Those five wounds of Jesus will make us remember that prayer of Jesus on the cross, Father, 
forgive them, or did they not know what they are doing? And God our Father will not forget that prayer of Jesus. God will always forgive, and he will remember that Jesus also prayed for our forgiveness. So, let us look at Jesus on the cross. Let us look at his fine wounds. By his wounds, we will be healed. By his wounds, we are forgiven. And let us keep forgiving just as we are forgiven. God will always remember to forgive us. May we always remember to forgive others. Amen.